Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Welcome back, Dean. Thank you, Alan. Good to be back with you again. And we had a lot of reaction to the last visit you were here uh, in studio, but I suppose the most important thing to ask you now is, before we go through your top ten, because you've done a top ten about safe driving in wintry conditions, but first off, it's the fear that so many of us have. What do you do if your car goes into a skid? If your car goes into a skid, you have to turn in the direction of the skid. So if the front of the car is going to the left, you have to then steer a little bit to the right. Normally when it comes to that, your ABS should come into play and help you to alleviate that situation. ABS is anti-lock braking system. So that means that when you press the brake, you keep your foot on the brake pedal and the technology and the software in the car will uh, de- like let go of the brake pads and then uh, spin the wheels again to in order to get some traction and get some grip. Right. But in relation to that, Alan, it's like the old saying, prevention is better than cure. And that's where the old phrase eco-driving comes in. So in order to avoid getting into a situation like a skid or where you have to react suddenly, it's all about planning ahead and reading the road ahead. And that means if you're coming into a bend or a downhill, that you would be conscious of that and that you would slow down gradually as you come into that bend or downhill. Maybe drop a gear, because if you drive in a lower gear than you ordinarily would in safe conditions, it just means that the car's engine braking comes into effect and it sort of naturally slows you down. The car slows you down kind of naturally and it makes the bends and the downhills a little bit easier to manage. If you're driving in an automatic car, then you just... Yeah, well, that's where the, um, the... the manual overrides come into play. So it's very important whenever you get a car to read the, read the manual, consult with the person that sold you the car, get a good rundown on everything. And in a manual car, you should have the option. Now, there's so many manual cars out there nowadays, but you should have the option of one or two on your manual stick or right. maybe L for low gear. And that can override the, the manual, uh, sorry, that can override the automatic functions. And therefore, a low gear like that in a man in an automatic, excuse me, can just give you that bit more control going downhill or going around bends, or if you're um, on roads that are not yeah. in the best state. So, t- to simplify it for us, if you're skidding towards the left, pull a little bit to the right. Yeah, yeah, and that takes you out of the skid. Just gently, yes, just but but very 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 gently. And if you do, if you're in a situation where you don't have ABS. You would be in. Uh, you would have to just pump the brakes, like come on the brakes and come off the brakes and come on the brake and come off them. Maybe every every second or two. Yeah. Um, but if you have ABS, you should just keep your foot pressed on the brake, and that and then the ABS will come in and anti-lock brake. It'll prevent the wheels from locking up right. and give you more control and get you back on track. Then hopefully. We heard just there from Director of Services Eamon Hoare about that they just don't have the ability to treat the side roads at the moment. They are going to look into that suggestion, uh, the European model, whereby the farming community can get involved. You, you would welcome something like that, I take it, Dan, would you? Yeah. As a driving instructor. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. I mean, anything like that sounds like it could be activated quickly and locally and that's, that's a good thing, particularly if you get a sudden onset of bad weather because sometimes this weather you might only get a few days notice of it. So if you have farmers or other people that can just quickly sand the roads or grit the roads there and then, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good option to have in going forward, yeah. I'm just going to, from personal experiences, the thing I fear most when driving, I don't mind rain, I don't mind wind, don't mind even snow, but I fear ice and it's because I've had a couple of accidents. I remember one time I was telling you, in the old Waterford Road, driving at 30 miles an hour, the car just took off and went, I ended up uh, on the side. So personally, I have a huge fear of ice. 
people like me who have this fear of ice, when you get behind the wheel of a car, and you, I really do dread it. So how do you overcome that fear so you can drive safely? First of all, always remember, most of your worst fears in life never actually become reality. Right. That's one thing that happened to you, and it's, it's terrible that it did happen. But that was probably in the 80s or something, because you said it was a Ford Sierra, so that's, you're probably going back to the 80s or 90s there. Yeah, it was 88 or 89 yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And since then, cars uh, have come on an awful lot. The technology has improved so much. For example, your side impact bars, better tyres, better grip, and not to mention as well, better roads. Our roads are in a much better state now. So I would always say to somebody, if I'm teaching somebody how to drive, I'd say the same thing. Always individualise the situation. I'm at risk now of sounding like Charlie McCreevy in the 1990s, but <laughs> that's what it's all about. So you might have a situation where you're um, out in the country road, like Eamon Hoare was saying, some of the more regional roads are not gridded. So you have to be extra, extra careful if you're on a regional road. Yeah. Say, for example, that might have overhanging trees that might create a lot of shade and therefore black ice can accumulate. On, what is black on ice then? It's when water touches the road surface yeah. and then freezes almost straight away. That then creates a film on top of the road, which kind of looks a little bit transparent. Does it shine up like like, yeah, like it the can shine. eyes? You know yeah. the way it does. Yeah. Yes, it can. It can. Yeah, it's kind of like a little like a little still little puddle, and it has kind of like shines a little bit yeah, in a transparent way, and it is so 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 dangerous. And it can be. It's not likely. Like if you're, for example, in the southeast and you're driving along the Keys in Ross and yeah. Scarty, Wexford, or the Main Street in Gorey, it's probably not going to be a factor there. But if you're on country roads with overhanging trees and lots of shelter, black ice can be a factor there, and it it can cause danger and that's why I'd always say plan ahead right. gradually go into bends make the steering as gentle as possible so by steering early and gradually uh, make the braking as gentle as possible and if you go down a gear okay. a bit earlier it'll also help you slow down into bends and downhills right. I have three to four minutes I want you to go through your top ten and you're on the clock now <laughs> because will, this, is, this is important so will you, will you go, go through it for us please yes. this is important My top ten tips for people in the southeast to be safe during this icy spell number one your tyres make sure they are the correct pressure and depth the minimum the minimum tyre tread depth Alan sorry I'm going to put you on the spot what is the minimum tyre tread depth do you know I haven't a clue. Don't worry. It's 1.6 millimetres. I, I do know I changed my tyres recently. Good. The and bottom top tyres did a good job for me. That's, yeah. more, that's more important. But the minimum tyre tread depth is 1.6. But in these kind of conditions, it should be 3 mil. So make sure your tyre pressure and depth is at a good level. Bring it to maybe Advanced Pit Stop Facet, one of these places. They'll, they'll usually check for free. Number two, fluids. Make sure your coolant, oil and brake fluid are at the correct level. Again, your, your mechanic can have a look at that. Yeah. These are vital to keep your engine ticking over properly. Yeah. Uh, number three, demisters. Know how your front and back demisters work. These are the fans that blow air on the front and the electronic line, horizontal lines on the back help defog or demist the back windows. Keep, okay. So helps your observation. Number four, time. Give yourself plenty of time in the morning so you're not rushing, so you have time to de-ice and demist your car properly. Number five, plan. Plan your journey. If you have business to do, try to do it between 11 and 2 maybe, when the roads are better and the temperatures are a little bit higher. Hopefully then conditions overall will be a lot better. Um... Number six, your lights. You should use your dipped headlights all the time, especially in winter, but all the time. All there's, the no, time yeah. there's no law on Most modern such. cars, they keep them on all the time anyway, yeah, don't which they? which is yeah. great. Most modern cars uh, post-2011 have automatic daytime running lights, which means they're on all the time. But your dipped headlights is normally, if you have a round little dial, it goes one, two. So the second switch to the right is your dipped headlights. It might not necessarily make you see better in the day, but it allows others to see you better. Um, number seven, fog lights. If visibility is 100 metres or less, you should use your fog lights if you have them. Most cars will have them. Some might have yeah. only 
back fog lights. But it's very important for your fog lights. And I can hear people now all over the southeast saying to me, I wish people would learn how to turn off the fog yeah. lights. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably taking one, that. <laughs> particularly when they're coming behind you, big four by four behind yes. you with the fog lights on. Yeah, yeah, they can be very, very bright. And it's all down to concentration and individual responsibility, mm. individual behaviour. So, folks, if you use your fog lights in dense fog, use them by all means. But don't forget to turn them off because they can be very disconcerting for yeah. other road users. Number eight, be gentle with the controls, as I've touched on a few times which this morning, Alan. So that means accelerating very, very gently. Um, maybe even taking off in second gear, dare I say. I just like For driving instructors, it's like sacrilege here. But taking off in second gear means you might be able to manoeuvre out of ice or packed ice or packed yeah. snow in a better way. Uh, but be gentle with your steering, gentle with your brake, uh, very, very gentle accelerating and uh, planning ahead is key. Number nine, choose a lower gear for downhills and bends. It's engine braking and it allows the car to have more control on uh, over yeah. bends and on downhills. So it kind of, it's like the car, the compression of the car kind of slows it down naturally and it, it usually requires less braking, which means less chance of skidding. And the last one then, Alan, number yeah. 10, fittingly has the number 10 in it. Yeah. That is, stay 10 seconds behind the vehicle in front of you in icy or snowy Ten conditions. 10 seconds behind 10 seconds. So do you know how, how, how? I'm going to ask you. Do you know how you would judge a 10 second rule? Uh, no. Nope. Don't worry. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So if there's a fixed object in front of you, say like a road sign, for example, yeah. and the car in front of you passes that fixed object, yeah. the road sign, you should only pass that fixed object 10 seconds later in okay. the ice and in the snow. You come about 100, 200 metres? It probably will be about. It can yeah. depend on the speed, but yeah. And again, yeah. most cars will tell you. Yep. My I've car would tell me yeah. if I'm too close to the car, the little red light comes up in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the cars now, I'd, I'd call them smart cars. They have inbuilt software, inbuilt yeah. technology. It's kind of related to what I was saying to you about your Ford Sierra. They have come on so much. Like, my yeah. car will give a little beep if I end up stopping too suddenly or to yeah. get too close to the car yeah, in front. Same, if, yeah. if a yeah. student is doing that, you know. Okay. So, yeah, stay 10 seconds behind the car in front. Normally, it's two seconds, and then it's four seconds in the wet, but 10 seconds in this kind of weather. And if I could make one more point, Al, if I could, if you have time, for just for 30 seconds. You have 30 oh, seconds. Thank you very much. This whole thing that I was thinking about... Provided you here, don't skid. <laughs> no fear of that. The whole thing last night and this morning as I was thinking about this, I did my driving test in the 1990s. Okay? Yeah. I failed it once and then I did it again in 96, 97. And it got me thinking, the whole driving test situation hasn't changed very much at all in the last 30 years. Yeah. And it's kind of maybe something we could talk about in the future. About 100%. I have some ideas on how the future of the driving yeah. test looks. Yeah, you're very welcome of, back. Thank, thank you very much. I think yeah. there's a lot of reform that yeah. could be done with the driving test. Like the point, done in point them towards your website because you have all these lovely driving instruction things as well. Yes, as thank you very much, Al. I make free driving lesson videos on YouTube so that learner drivers of all levels can achieve their driving goals. So yeah. if you want to go onto YouTube and just type in the search box driving test Ireland or just yeah. type in my name Dan Tai you will have a host of driving lesson videos there free of charge to help you learn to drive be a better driver and ultimately pass your test I know the Marty Mix team are going to podcast what you've just said to us uh, as close to one o'clock t- today as possible because what you've just said to us is going to save lives I thank, hope so yeah that's, th- that's, that's the plan pleasure yeah, thank you Alan thank you Southeast Radio's Morning Mix chat news and your views